Hey everybody, welcome back to the Husky Fan Podcast, Prediction Pod Edition. Uh, the work week is just about over, Jimmy. I'm looking outside, the sun is shining. Uh, the start of fall in a day or two, but uh, we can't enjoy it because we have to pod. We respect our listeners too much. That's right, Jeff. We're welcoming all of our faithful listeners to the Husky Fan Podcast this Friday evening in the beautiful Pacific Northwest, where we get to say is our home. We're so lucky, Chess. We should thank our lucky stars, thank our neighbors for being our neighbor, and uh, just be thankful for being in the Northwest up here and being Husky football fans. It's a special day for us. Yes, I thank God or Buffy Miller, because Buffy Miller is really God, because she's going to help us get and secure the commitment of Savelle Smalls. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Chest. It's a so, beautiful thing. Okay, brother. So how do you feel about this game? I mean, we dominated these guys last year. BYU, they're kind of a tricky team. I mean, some weeks they look horrible. Some weeks they look good. I mean, they look horrible against Utah, but, you know, you... Utah kind of dominates BYU the same way we dominate the Coug, the other Coug. But, you know, they did beat USC last week. I know it was an overtime win, but, um, you know, you, you can't scoff at that. USC's USC, and, I mean, it, it's a tough environment. It can be a tough environment. Uh, yeah, I think uh, there's a lot of concerns for this game tomorrow. Uh, you know, obviously – it's being hyped up. They're going to wear the special unis. The crowd's going to be in a fervor after the game of last week. Uh, and I think what's going to be key for Washington is probably holding at bay the initial charge and emotion of the game. Because I can promise you that BYU will not be in beta mode uh, come kickoff. They are going to be confident. They're at home. And obviously, it's another opportunity to make their mark uh, with, with a back-to-back victory over a P-12 uh, conference school. So a lot for them uh, to be looking forward to. Uh, though Huey Breedlove Millen did make an excellent point last week where he does think, where he thinks some uh, counseling out of the emotion could be that it's very difficult to get yourself up for a game after an emotional victory like USC, especially with the fans uh, rushing the field. And then having that emotional boost for another week, um, he says it can be difficult for the players to, to keep that same level of intensity after such an emotional win. Uh, and I, I tend to agree with that. I think that, that could play in their favor. Uh, but like you know, we've talked about, they got the altitude. Don't forget about the the the, the old altitude giving our guys trouble. But I think um, I think that emotional charge at the start of the game will be it will very will be very important um, for how Washington does in this game. <clears throat> yeah, good point. And I'm just looking to see. This offense um, basically dominate. I mean, I want to see this. Of course, we want to see that every game. But I mean, let's be honest. Like Eastern Washington and Hawaii. I mean, Hawaii—they they don't have a good defense by any standard. Same with Eastern. So 
now you're actually playing a team. I mean, they're okay. They're not a P5 team, but I mean, BYU really is. They're a legit opponent. And you know, let's see this offense easily score over 30 points. I mean, if if this, the offense is struggling, and this is like a, a third, you know, a 28, uh, you know, 24 or 27 to 24, 31, 28 type of game, it just it's not going to be real encouraging for us fans. Well, I think what is concerning is if we're looking for a dominant performance from the offense, where is that going to come from? Uh, you know, the fan base, uh, the, the pundits, the experts have been very critical of the receiving core. So if it's the same three guys, do you think the offense will be good enough to see that explosion that you want to witness? Where is that going to come from? If they key in on Black Beast and they keep Ahmed and Chef, uh, you know, and it requires some of these guys to make plays on the outside. Are they going to make enough plays to provide that explosion that you want to see from the offense? That's the crucial question. Yeah, well, I mean, I think, you know, I think we're going to see, we'll probably see a little bit more of Puka, I would guess. You know, probably not a lot, but a little bit more. But I mean, these receive. I mean, it's not their fault, but they they really need to be challenged. Like they need to get their shit together. Like there's no excuse. They cost us one game. I mean, Bocelli was terrible last week. It's like you guys, you're, you guys are seniors. Get your shit together. I mean, this, well, this I is think, a joke. Yeah, and look, they they played a legit day against Cal. Given that, I mean, they performed against Eastern FCS school. Um, you know, they, they made plays early on against Hawaii. We know they're lower tier. I don't know what type of tests BYU is going to provide in the secondary. I, I think, you know, what can be, you know, can be tempered with the USC win is that they had film on that young quarterback. You know, he, he is accurate. He's got a good arm. But, you know, they had a couple games to see him. It was a matter of time before he was going to make mistakes and he was on the road. So, you know, maybe 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 the win against USC isn't as impressive in that regard. But I think not only our receivers and the offense, but you know, defensively, um, it's going to be important that we see them play a full game. I mean, Hawaii was able to, you know, they weren't going to win the game, but did you care for how they were moving the ball in the second half? I mean, that's, that can't happen. I mean, maybe, maybe they don't take the foot off the gas if it's a closer game or what have you, but it's going to be crucial too for the defense to ensure that they, they stay focused and consistent uh, for the entire game. Especially in the run game. I mean, we don't want to see the kind of performance that uh, we saw um you know, uh, against Cal and against Hawaii because the, both those teams were still ripping off decent runs. And another thing is Hawaii did not punt. I mean, I know their offense is respectable, but we had, I think, three turnovers. So they didn't punt all that much in that game. Well, Jeff, think about this. If BRU is looking at the film, what do you think the message is going to be on the offensive side of the ball? They're, they're going to preach physicality and run. So that's what that if I were not, you know a team looking at this defense 
it, your mindset is that we are going to pound these guys in submission and we're going to stick with it and we're going to wear them down and we're going to go right up the middle. Because frankly, if you look up the middle, and we've talked about this with our safety play, and you look down uh, in the history of Washington and having good free safeties, if you don't have support down that gut and you see Miles Bryant and Cam Williams looking to come up to the, you know, for run support and you get through our second level <laughs> and, and do you think you're going to be concerned about Miles Bryant and Cam Williams bringing you down? Or what about if it's Laura Malloy or Taylor Rapp, so to speak, or, or Buda Baker coming to make a play? different story we just don't have that that defensive mentality up the middle yet and so if i'm byu i'm going to look to exploit that and the other thing jimmy is they have a running quarterback yeah they do so that's going to be you know that's going to be a a real window into you know potentially the rest of the season because if this guy is running for you know he gets over like 50 yards running. I mean that that's just going to be a major concern. The defense is already having problems stopping the run, and if it can't defend a running QB, you know then it's going to have. Garbers ran pretty. Didn't Gar- how many yards did Garbers run for? It seemed um, like he he was efficient. Yeah, I don't. Do you um, recall? Well, I think when you t- when you take away the sacks, I would. Yeah, I could look that up. I, I think overall the sacks kind of brought down his numbers because he, he did get uh, sacked a couple times. Uh, yeah. Just like if you look at the rest of the schedule, like like Arizona, that's a team we should beat if we really can't defend a running quarterback. Like if we really struggle with that, then that that's like a game we could lose just because Khalil Tate could just be like, okay, I'm going to run for like 150 yards, and that's how we're going to win this game. You know, because they have such a weakness there that they can't stop that. So, I mean, that's also my worry with BYU. That's also something to watch. You know, can they contain the running quarterback? And I, I want to see our front, like, take it upon themselves to do better in the run game. You know, to stop, Absolutely. These, to stop these backs from getting – I mean, I think we have the talent there where, um, you know, the guys should be getting to the second – they should really be struggling to get to the second level. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, it's going to be crucial uh, for these guys, and it's going to be it's going to be a test on the road, right? They've had the the luxury of being home and not traveling. It's going to be uh, the first test, and frankly, it's it's going to be a big one, Chesto. It's going to be important that they set the tone early in this game, don't you believe? Or don't you believe that to be the case? Yeah, well, I mean, it will be tough, uh, you know, BYU. Um, as you noted, you know, BYU is probably at risk for kind of blowing its wad early in the game, given what Hugh's point, which I agree with, and I think you agree with. BYU, it could be hard for them to sustain their emotion if they blow their wad, like, in the first quarter. Yeah, no, that that's true. And, and, and the point that I brought up uh, at the beginning, right, if, uh, if you can hold them at bay, kind of punch them in the mouth early, you know, get this crowd stunned a little bit. Uh, that that will take some of the emotion and some of the uh, the environment out of out of the component in this game. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking up uh, Garber's running 
number here was not coming up yet. There was yeah, we got to be careful with that awkward silence. Yeah, there was another point I wanted to make, but it oh, in, in this, Jimmy, uh, rather than like a super fast start, I, I want to see, obviously we want to see a complete game, but how about we don't see like a tale of two halves, which has been basically every game. Yeah, I mean it's just gonna be uh, it's gonna be paramount. If we have a tail of two halves, I I don't know if we'll be so lucky in this game. And you know I I think we're gonna have to be really uh, wary of of our blitzing. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see uh, how it plays out. I don't know, I, frankly, I don't know a ton about BYU. I watched them against Utah, and I had mentioned before that. In that game, they, they just had such a couple egregious mental errors that really, really cost them. I know the score was 30 to 6, but really, uh, 16, from a couple right? of plays, huh? 30 to 16, right? No, no, it was 30 to 6, I'm pretty sure, wasn't it? Uh, keep talking, I'll look that up. Yeah, anyway, well, it wasn't close. <laughs> the, the, the final score was not close. Um, they may maybe I turned it off and they scored near the end or something. I don't remember, but I thought it was thirty to six. E- either way, they they could have kept that a-, a game. Granted, if there weren't a few really egregious mental errors on their part, because it really changed field position, it changed their ability to sustain a few drives. So, um, in that respect, like I, like I said, they were they were right there. Um, in that game for, you know, like I said, if it weren't for those couple errors. Uh, BYU, they, so they, they, uh, they had two pick sixes, right? Are they Against gave, Utah? Yeah, they gave up two, two pick sixes, right? Or was I believe one, that's correct. At least one. Yeah, Utah, Utah. Yeah, had, I believe. Okay, it was 30, it was 30 to 12 that game. So it Thirty to twelve. Okay. But yeah, Utah scored yeah. two defensive touchdowns. Yeah. So, you know, that was uh, obviously was really impactful in the game. So that being said, I mean BYU had their opportunities. Um, they seem to love their coach. They play for him hard. Um, you know, he's got the he's got the history there. So I don't think there'll be any shortage of him getting the guys ready early on. It's just essentially you know, just holding that initial burst that day, I think. I think that I think the beginning of the game, how it you know, unfolds will really put what will like set the tone for the for the rest of the game. So you think that uh, if, I mean, if BYU comes out and they get it they take a lead you think um, you think that'll set the tone for the entire game? I do, yeah, yeah I do. I do. Especially if we have a tale of two halves. Because <laughs> if our first half stinks and we're down, and then we're playing catch up in the second half, I don't want to be in that scenario. Yeah. I don't want to be in that scenario. I mean, how much better is this BYU team from last year? When would we win? What was the score last year? It was did they even score three points? Or the, they scored because we Chico had a fumble, I think, on a punt. It was thirty yeah. thirty-five yeah. seven. Yeah. So And we missed a short field goal, it really should have been forty two to zero. 
I don't know, Jess. I don't know. Like I, you know, you can't pick. You can't pick a win in every game. You know, <laughs> like we if we pick a win every time, we're going to be wrong. Obviously, I, I think this game has a marking for a loss. Fortunately, really. Look, I mean, I I picked Cal to you know uh, at the beginning of the season. That was my one of my biggest fears for a loss. Even though I picked Washington to win. Um, well, look, I could I could BYU game. I, I could I I definitely could see a loss if our wide receivers because look, I mean, you have a great quarterback, but that can be neutered by bad wide receiver play. Yeah. Yeah. I. Well, <laughs> we're going to find out soon. I do appreciate these 1230 kicks, though, I'll tell you that. At least we don't have to wait all day for a game. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really tough. I mean, I, to, to really get, like, a good, a good sense on the game, I feel like I'd have to look into it a lot more. So it's hard to – it's hard to make a pick um, this – you know, right now, but I wait, you actually, you, you have to go first. I'll let you go first. Well, do we, do we have a couple questions to attend to before prediction? Oh, we'll wrap no. this puppy uh, up? Let me, um, yeah, let me, let me load up my Twitter right now. Oh yeah. Get, get it loaded up. We'll, we'll just wait here while you uh, figure out your tweeters. Yeah. Uh, let's see. TikTok, here. TikTok. Uh, always waiting, waiting. Loading, loading the questions. Okay. Unbelievable. Okay, let's do it. Quick questions, prediction. Shut her down. What's higher, number of married dudes on BYU or snaps the young wide receivers get for UW? Oh, wow, that's a great question. All right, so I'll say it again. Oh. What is higher, the number of married dudes on BYU? Yeah, yeah married married men at BYU. Or the snaps the young wide receivers <laughs> get for UW. Does Bynum, so is Bynum, yeah. does Bynum count as a young wide receiver? Yeah. If Bynum, yeah, if 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 Bynum, like if you're just talking about Puka and Osborne, then I would say the number and of married. Spiker. And Spiker, yeah. only Spiker out. If you're just talking about that, like in those three guys, um, then I, the number of married dudes on BYU is definitely higher. However, yeah, I mean, if you know uh, Bynum, if Bynum, you know, if Bynum plays a little bit, I mean, Puka can see some more snaps. I don't know how many how many guys are married on BYU. I don't know. I don't really care to know or spend much more time on this question. I, you know. I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, but I'm, I'm going to say, <laughs> I'm going to say, um, I think, I think if you throw Bynum in there, I think Bynum and Puka will are going to get more snaps than dudes that are married on BYU. But it's close. I shouldn't have asked these questions because you're dragging this question out ridiculously, dude. Oh, and we got more questions just flowing in as yeah, we but, speak. Well, let's go. Rapid fire. Okay. I don't do you, have all night, buddy. Do you think buddy. the coaches will have the containment issues for the linebackers cleaned up for BYU? I don't. I do not. Probably not. 
Yeah. Like, what can they do? It's going to take more than, uh, I think, a week or two. I, I'd like to see Nagata get in the game and maybe use his athleticism. Maybe use him as, like, a spy for these quarterbacks. Yeah, that that's a fair point. Or maybe, well, you know, or maybe Wellington's the spy since he can't, you know, he's struggling with basic run defense. Next question. Uh, where's my shout out? Uh, all right, shout out to ba- at Bow Down Death Row. Shout out to you. Hey, shout. Uh, next question from Bok Choi. I love that name. Vanilla or chocolate ice cream? Yeah, what's the what's Bok Choi's question? You're breaking up on my side. Vanilla or chocolate ice cream? Chocolate. I gotta go with vanilla. chocolate. Ah, uh, jeez. It's all vanilla for me, bro. All right, fair enough. Whatever. How will we handle our, our first? How will we handle our first of three matchups versus BYE this season? What do you mean our first of three? Do we have another matchup? Well, we have two buys, I guess. So he's saying it's a buy. Oh, I don't know. I'd say probably okay or slightly below average. Yeah. Okay. What's next? I don't like that question. That's all. That's it. All right. Next. Prediction time on the Ricky Anderson. Yeah. Next question. Prediction time, bro. All right. Well, unfortunately, I'm going 27 to 25 BYU. We lose. Ouch. Yeah. I am going to go with a Husky victory by a small amount. I'm going to go 30 to 27. Sounds like a good score to me. Uh, I guess, like, I had no concerns about this game early on. Now I have concerns. I had concerns about Cal early on, but then I changed my mind and they lost. So, unfortunately, I think that. I just, I Jimmy, I think this season for the dogs and also for, like, the Pac-12, I think it's going to be a back and forth the back and forth thing every week, honestly. I mean, not every week, but general, generally, it's going to be a back and forth. You know, after one week, oh, this team looks really good. You know, then they have a yeah. shitty loss. They're bad. And you know, a couple weeks later, they look good again. I think it's probably going to be that kind of a season for not only the conference, but unfortunately, probably for us at large. But I'm hoping, you know, I'm hoping not. I'm hoping we can we get a win, and then we get, you know, we get the crowd into it for USC, and then we get a win that week, and. and I think really the the big thing aside from winning the game is hopefully our negatives like we can fix you know fix that shit try and play a complete game yeah try and see some improvement in run defense I gotta go try and get yep. Puka in more snaps all right brother I gotta go you're hanging up on me good way to end it all right on that note everybody we'll talk to you again next week Adios. go dogs we'll Bye-bye. talk to you next week.